Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday. I say Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Like uh, my old Algebra 2 teacher, Tad, uh, Tad Davis, out there at Rockford Christian High School. I tell you what, just, just half an hour ago, I watched the finale of the Jeopardy Professors Tournament. The first ever, and the guy who won, uh, this is going to be spoilers, but he was the guy who was in the lead the whole time. But he was a, he was a operations professor, which I think is like a computer science thing, or maybe like business and logistics, shipping, I don't know, uh, at the, the Naval, the Graduate Academy of the Naval Academy, I think. Something like that. And he kind of looked like Ted Davis. Like, if Ted Davis, like, lost a bunch of weight and was a little bit, well, they had similar personalities. They were different, but similar. That makes sense. It's Friday, December 17th, 2021. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? We are we are this close. A hop, a skitch, and a smirk away. <laughs> skitch and a smirk. That is not a phrase. From the end of 2021 and the end of year four of the Bean Town Podcast, we're coming up to the five. The V, the $5 foot long Jared style. Uh, it is, uh, boy, Christmas, Christmas is coming. We are eight days away from Christmas. In one week, it'll be Christmas Eve, which is crazy because this week in the Midwest, we were having tornado, tornadic activity. It was 60 degrees on, I think it was Tuesday. Dude, I tell you what, I went for a run on Tuesday. It was the most bizarre thing of all time. I'm running, I'm running uh, from, from my office down in Jackson up north to like... Uh, where the, the, the big S-curve in uh, Lakeshore Drive is, uh, kind of up around, you know, like division area, that sort of thing, and then back down to my office. So I'm going north, and I got, it's 60 degrees out, but I only had my running stuff. Actually, this, this must have been Wednesday or Monday. I don't remember. I think it was Wednesday because I didn't run on Tuesday, and I'll tell you why in a second. But um, I, I was running north, went to my back, and uh, it was 60 degrees out, but it was it was very gloomy and extremely humid and very windy, as as you know if you live in the United States, super windy this year. Uh, so it, or, or this week, excuse me, not this year. But it's just like I was just flying and super sweaty on the way up and starting to get overheated because I'm wearing pants and a long sleeve and it's 60 degrees out. And then coming back, you just get blasted in the face with wind. And uh, at that point, it was, it was crazy. I mean, there were people running in clothes like me, sort of winter running clothes. I saw a couple of guys running shirtless. There, I got hit by a couple of tree branches. My, my cheeks got scratched up. So there was just a lot going on on that run. And here is the reason why I did not run on Tuesdays, because I got boosted on Monday morning, and man, I, I tell you what, I went into it with a, a, a open mind, a positive mindset, trying to, you know, mentally will my way to uh, it not being so bad, will my way to health, if you will. And Monday, I was thinking, okay, maybe this won't be so bad. Like, I'm doing okay. I got a, a low grade fever fairly fairly early on. I got boosted at 9:20 a.m. in the morning. So if that isn't just the best way to start your week, I don't know what is. Uh, but our arm was relatively sore, but not crazy. And then Tuesday hit, and I was just 
uh, not like sweating buckets all day, but just always a light per- perspiration uh, on my forehead, if you will. And just it was the worst because we had our like staff holiday lunch out at a fancy Italian restaurant that afternoon. And boy, I was it was I was on the struggle bus big time. Uh, couldn't focus at all. You know, running the fever. Uh, you know, it was a two hour lunch, which is just I don't know. That's a long time when you are just like struggling to be there. So uh, I didn't run on Tuesday, and then Wednesday I was uh, I w- the fever broke on Wednesday I think, and was still sore, and then arm was still a little bit sore and kind of just low energy and stiff all week. Um, certainly on on Thursday, yesterday, and today. Uh, outside of like if I press my shoulder, where uh, just my left shoulder in general, like I feel the soreness, but other Otherwise, they feel I feel good. Um, and in case you're wondering, uh, the 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 60 degree was literally 60 degrees was literally like I think less than 24 hours total because uh, we're back down to you know still windy, but now we're in the feels like like 25, 27, whatever it might be. Uh, listener discretion is advised, uh, but I, I do encourage everyone to get boosted. Um, do your civic duty, due diligence. All that good stuff. Keep us safe. Keep us healthy, especially with this new Omicron variant um, with all your holiday travel and stuff coming up. And just know you're going to get slammed. And uh, But it's it's probably way better to get slammed like this than be not vaccinated or not boosted and get slammed uh, with the real legit COVID thing. So there's your, your Beantown PSA. That could be a whole new series. We'll see what happens in the future with that. Uh, number one, this podcast is objectively terrible. Number two, uh, we occasionally use some language on this program, although it tends to be pretty fairly friendly. Did I say fairly friendly? Tends to be pre- pretty fairly friendly. I, we're bringing in all the adjectives, all the, uh, you know, friendly is one of those those faux adverbs, right? Because they say the L-Y verbs are the adverbs, but friendly, hey, I mean, that seems like an adjective to me. A friendly guy, a friendly uh, uh, a dog, a friendly adverb, if you will. It's an adjective. It's describing a noun or another adjective i think is how that works i don't know um i here's the thing when we're talking about parts of speech i don't know who came up with the whole parts of speech concept but did we really need a difference between adverb and adjective why couldn't we just have we could just combine them that way no kids are getting confused hashtag no kid left behind okay george w bush and it's just hey if it's describing something Boom, you got an adverbative. Mm-hmm. There's a portmanteau for you. Um, portmanteau, P-O-R-T, my favorite drink, M-A-N-T-E-A-W. Like Bow Bridges, portmanteau truck. I think that's actually a portmanteau, not the one I did before. I'm sipping on something you would never expect today, a tasty beverage, and it's bringing me way back to college. Because we had a lot of them in college because it's really easy to make. I am drinking a screwdriver. I I am confident I haven't had one of these since, you know, well before I, I didn't drink in 2020. Um, it's orange juice and it's vodka. 
the only reason I have this is because we had bought orange juice last weekend in Saugatuck, which is where uh, we'll get to in a hot second here. One of the reasons we not one of the reasons, the reason why we recorded so early last week and why it's been so long since you've heard my beautiful voice. But we got orange juice for mimosas, another tasty beverage, because uh, we wanted to have mimosas in the hot tub. And obviously, when you got a, a jug of, of OJ, and uh, a bottle of champagne, you run out of the champagne, especially with mimosas, which is like 90% champagne. You run out of the champagne a lot more quickly than uh, there's an adverb for you. Then you run out of the orange juice. So I brought the, the carton home and I've just been, uh, you know, sipping on it here and there this week. But I realized today, I, you know, I, I was really looking forward to, uh, you know, like a glass of whiskey or something uh, at the end of the day. Then I realized, hey, I got all this OJ. Like I was out, I was out, excuse me, out first at uh, Trader Joe's and then at Target. Then I was like, hey, maybe, maybe I'll just pick up some uh, Svedka. When's the last time I bought Svedka? I don't know. It was probably like 19 years old and I wasn't the one buying it because I never had a fake or anything. Um, but I got it and now we're sipping on a screwdriver and it tastes just like I remembered it. Clean, clear, refreshing. Remind you of anyone? Hmm. But um, I, I'm I'm savoring every drink at this point because I'm doing uh, dry January, and uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be okay. Um, I mean, I definitely you know look forward to like a glass of wine or the occasional beer when I'm out with friends. Like last night, friend of the podcast, John Paul Pandowski finished his first semester of finals for law school. Congratulations to John Paul. Uh, we love having him on this program. And we went out last night to the oldest building in Chicago, um, the uh, Green Door Tavern, and uh, had a, a couple of beers. I had a PBR from the can. And then I also had um, the Great Lakes Christmas Ale, absolutely scrumptious. I think I had it before, but I really didn't recall having it because um, this was just, I mean, this was delicious. It was fantastic. I really had a good time uh, drinking it um, and uh, had a lot of beer last weekend, too. So, uh, you know, I think it'll be a little bit of an adjustment, but the, the nice thing is it's it's 31 days, like, I can do it. And I know especially once I start, like, seeing, it, and granted, very slight differences, but, like, or small differences. But once you start to see like those tiny body changes in the mirror, I think that for me at least is inspiration enough to be like, okay, well, like another day, another day looking good. I think, I think that's kind of the key for me at least is like, you know, just, just lean into the 31 days of like being, uh, you know, hardcore with the like eating well, just being smart. You don't have to do anything crazy. Um, you know, I'm not planning to like really change up my diet a ton or like exercise a bunch more, but just try to take advantage of like, okay, we're cutting out alcohol here. You don't need to like comp that by, by having other things, just kind of stick to the plan, stick to the routine. Um, and just kind of like, you know, watch, you know, weight's not going to fly off, but like, you're going to get a little trimmer, a little toner, uh, like the printer. And I, I don't know, like, I think you just got to take advantage of that. That's my plan, at least, uh, dry January. I did not do it this year because I was coming out of a full year of not drinking, and that just seemed crazy to do 13 months, not to mention unlucky, okay? I'm not about to set any curses on my year in the first month. That just That's just whatever the opposite of common sense is. That's that right there. 
Um, but, but yeah, dry January coming up soon here. So there's a couple of Housewives things to check in on. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and Real Housewives of the North Pole, believe it or not. And uh, But I'm going to move very quick. Then we're going to just briefly touch on our weekend in Saugatuck because I want to promote it and also tell about the legend of Mitch. I think you all are going to like that story. Um, and that's how we're going to spend the rest of our time today. It's going to be an average length episode, but certainly not too long. And I'm just kind of moving going to try to move it along because um, I uh, I don't know I today's one of those days where like, I haven't really done much but I'm not necessarily in the like like really want to talk a ton kind of mood I'm just kind of like chilling just hanging out like and actually the biggest reason for that is because I just got off the phone with my lovely grandmother Sal um, and we talked for maybe 20 minutes or something like that which for some of you might not seem like a long time but but for me you know uh, as more of an introvert, I don't always love talking a ton. I, I like listening a lot better. Um, so kind of doing this back to back is a little bit, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like it, it, it can, it can be, be a little bit long. So, uh, let, let's check in on the real houses of Salt Lake city. So the, the ladies have finally, it felt like forever because it was like four episodes, finally returned from Vale, um, which was the, the kind of back half of the whole Jen Shaw, get, Jen Shaw getting arrested uh, situation. Um, and we're finally getting Jen Shaw a little bit more action, okay? So she has apparently gotten a new phone number. She calls a couple of the housewives, I think Lisa and Heather, and Lisa doesn't answer or something like that. Heather agrees to meet with her. They end up getting like lunch or something, all the classic apps that, that Heather's always getting. Um, Jen is basically just like crying, talking about the details of the, the arrest. Um, later we see uh, Jen and, and Shaw having an emotional moment. Coach Shaw is like, I'm not going to leave you. And it's kind of starting to feel like, Coach Shaw probably knows what's up in terms of, like, what Jen was doing. So it kind of feels like if Jen, if he, like, wants to walk away, she's going to try to take him down with her. That's kind of my read on the situation. That's that's speculative at this point, but that's kind of kind of where I'm thinking. Uh, we, we, we buzz over to Whitney's house. We learn that she's doing some sort of, like, rebranding thing and apparently it's costing them like way too much money i don't remember how much money exactly but just like a ridiculous amount of money um and it's just kind of like yikes and also there's been there's been some uh some some talks going around on the internet between Justin Rose, Whitney's husband having uh some some legal issues and Whitney seemingly like Closer and closer by the day to a multi-level marketing scheme than we once thought. Like, there's, there's, you know, for all the the talk that obviously Jen Shaw gets and then Mary Cosby, like, there's talk that Whitney might be the next uh, housewife up on the chopping block here for for legal issues. So that's something to watch out for. Uh, Mary Cosby is crazy. She brings in this, uh, this, I think, interior designer or organizer or something like that what, what's the name of that that asian lady who are like who is like it brings you joy 
two years ago or something like that. I don't read Sue, Sue Chan. It was something, something short like that. But this is basically that lady. And we, we do a little tour around Mary's house, one of her houses. Cause I think she has like eight, um, which tells you all, all you need to know about Mary, uh, considering she's a pastor and, uh, yeah, it's, it's shocking. The amount of clothes, shoes, handbags, all that stuff, weaves that Mary has. So that's crazy. Uh, we get an, uh, a fun little moment from Lisa and Meredith. They go horseback riding. And in classic Lisa fashion, she's like hyping it up. Like this is the same thing. If you remember, I think they were in Vegas last year. A couple of them went race car driving. And Lisa was like hyping it up. And then she ended up being like super slow. And it was pretty embarrassing. Same thing with the horses this week. Like Meredith is just killing it, like hanging out by herself. And then you got Lisa who like can't get her horse to move. And it's like struggling to get on the horse and stuff. So. That's basically what was going on there. Uh, Jenny, it really feels like they have no idea what to do with. She literally takes her daughter to some taste test Vietnamese thing, and it's just Jenny, her daughter, and some other Vietnamese lady, and they're just chatting. I I don't really know. Um, Whitney has some sort of, like, photo shoot at at her house. Not everyone's there. Um... She talks to Cameron, the guy who was part of Mary's church, but now he's dead on the phone. And I think next week we're finally getting all the ladies together in one place, uh, which will be the first time since the Jen Shah arrest. And uh, the, the little clip we got was basically teasing the fact that Meredith had said after Jen Shah got arrested, I think, or maybe even before, I don't know, like if Jen Shah is here, don't invite me. And uh, I think it's Jenny who puts everything together. And so now Meredith's going to be pissed at Jenny, yada, yada, yada. But also Jen Shaw's there. So it's going to be good. That'll be Sunday night, I think. I don't know like what their holiday schedule is going to be like. But Real Housewives of Salt Lake City bringing the heat this season from the ladies. Although we still, Jenny still, the poor, poor lady, the new one, just they're not giving her anything interesting to do. Okay, so there was also a, a, a Peacock original film that uh, Rachel and I watched, actually, I believe, Sunday before Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So we, we did a little doubleheader action, and it's Kyle Richards, who is a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's also Paris Hilton's aunt, aunt, A-U-N-T, and then Betsy Brandt, who Breaking Bad fans will know as Marie, Hank's long-suffering wife who ends up being, like, the only person who kind of gets out of that show in, like, okay, normal shape, I guess. Um, Although she's a kleptomaniac. It's the two of them. They have some kids that are, like, Sean Mendez and Camille Habanero knockoffs. And there's, like, very brief cameos from other housewives in there. But when I say brief, I mean brief, like, half a line. And basically, this this film is a solid one and a half stars out of four. I don't really know what it would take, considering this is one and a half stars for a movie to be one star, because this was pretty awful. But I feel like I really have to... to oh, you know what is one star out of four? The, the film we watched last year, Christmas Cookies, which halfway into it turned into like literally a chopped episode. The most bizarre... You can't even call it a movie. It was like a media production. Because I don't know what that was. This movie was like still a movie, but just 
everything terrible about holiday, you know, cheesy holiday movies, this was that, but not not bad enough to be like a fun loving sort of like a like a cute kind of like oh knee slapper sort of thing just like pretty tough acting you know the, the my least favorite thing about these these hallmark style these holiday movies is the music in the background that whatever mood it is cute somber sad spooky it's always just like the most just not helpful kind of thing cheeky i, I don't really know how to describe i had a word that I wanted to use that started with a C, and I, it slipped my my brain. I can't recall what it was, but just like, just doesn't help things. It makes makes things seem or makes things like a thousand percent worse. And this movie was was uh, certainly a victim of that. So you definitely don't need to watch it. I mean, we had to we had to scour all over the internet and eventually get get someone's Peacock login just to find it. Housewives of the North Pole, two thumbs down. Okay. But you know what was two thumbs up? And this is, the, this is our, my last piece of, of today's episode. Saugatuck, Michigan. Okay, so the reason I recorded so early last week was because Rachel and I went away to Saugatuck for, uh, well, we, we got there Thursday night. We left Sunday midday. We had a, if you don't know Saugatuck, it's, a, it's a, like a beach town. Technically, it's more on the Kalamazoo River than Lake Michigan, but you're literally half a mile from where it flows into Lake Michigan. So you just hop in your car, drive down the street, you got the beach right there. Um, But it's about an hour north up Lake Michigan past the Indiana border. So about about three hours drive from, you know, downtown Chicago area, north side of Chicago. And uh, we we picked it kind of randomly. Neither one of us had ever been to Saugatuck before. Uh, We've spent some time... Excuse me. I was getting a sip of my beverage, and I accidentally swallowed the ice cube. Um, we we had we've spent some time as a couple in just the sliver of Michigan. We're talking like New Buffalo Sawyer area, uh, but we we decided to take it up, take it up a notch, literally up. Um, although not the UP, that would have been a really good pun. Um, Although I do want to go, it's just it's an that's an investment, like six seven hour drive minimum, something like that. So that's going to take a long time. Uh, we wanted to go a little bit further than we've gone before, like the Conway Twitty song. Bum bum bum. I'm gonna find the lyrics to that and I'm gonna sing it to you to end the show today because I can. Um, Conway Twitty. If you don't know Conway Twitty, you're gonna know him after after I sing this song. Is there maybe, okay, you know what I really want to do is find karaoke, and maybe I can play the music through my phone on the stream while I'm singing. Let me see if I can find, I'm on YouTube now, a little sidetrack here, tangent, that's what the show is all about, this far, I'm typing with one hand because I got to hold the mic. Uh, karaoke. There we go. Let's see if we can get it. Oh, it looks like it's there. Okay. We're going to come back to that in about 10 minutes here. Um, we found a, we were searching all over really, um, little, you know, towns in Michigan, um, really looking for anything in Michigan. Um, as long as it had a hot tub. Okay. That is absolutely what we wanted to have because, because my initial 
thing that I wanted was somewhere warm because I'm not going anywhere um, at, at any point in the next X amount of time. Um, and so we wanted somewhere warm, but, you know, eventually the flights just didn't work out. So I had to, um, I had to, you know, end up just finding a hot tub. Okay. That was sort of our, our, um, our compromise to the situation. So after some searching, because Rachel is just good at finding the best spots, we found this, this, this cozy little, uh, all I can really describe it as is you have like a regular kind of ranch house and they had I think I think it was originally part of the house but then they like sectioned it off like a separate little thing to the side uh, that was just like a studio you walk in the bed is right to your right there's a couch in front of you the television the kitchen bat in the back part of that space and then a bathroom um, that's that's all the space was it was really small but you know we weren't really hanging out the, at the house too much um, but uh, it had the hot tub, which was clutch, and that's what we wanted. And the other nice thing, it was right on the north edge of uh, kind of town. It's a very small town, so you could like we could drive in where we wanted, or you could just leave the car keys at home if you were doing something downtown, which you did multiple times, uh, thanks to Rachel's uh, great great location pick. So we got there Thursday night. Uh, we got some Culvers. Oh baby. A little bit of chicken, a little bit of uh, cheese curds. That was mm, delish. And uh, watched the rest of the Vikings game. They almost blew it, but they still won, which was spectacular. And uh, then let's see. Friday, we went to uh, we went to Sagatuck Brewing. Actually, oh, I, I had forgot. <laughs> I had forgot about this one. Okay, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> We got some coffee at uh, a place that had been recommended to me by uh, my my brother Jack's partner called uh, Uncommon Coffee, I think it was called. And I was must have been halfway asleep slash like panicked in the moment. <laughs> you, I think you're gonna like this one at home because it was is I I've never seen this before. I've never tasted this before, and I never will again. But it happened. Okay. It's it, it it's an experience. Uh, we went and got coffee and uh, a pastry or two. And <laughs> I got a latte because I was feeling fancy and free. It's a Friday. I was on vacation, and uh, she asked what type of milk I wanted, and uh, I wasn't really thinking. I was focused on something else and like not focused at all. And I just said half and half because when I get a coffee, if they have half and half and they ask me, I just say half and half. And so I didn't realize it until we sat down and got the coffees, but Rachel pointed out to me that I just ordered a half-and-half half latte, which I don't know anything about lattes, but apparently that's a lot of half-and-half. Half. <laughs> it was creamy, like a milkshake. <laughs> it was delicious, though. Oh, man. I got to tell you, my stomach was not well on, like, Sunday and Monday, but it was a champ the weekend. And that was, you know, you might be cringing at home as you are as you are entitled to be. But, like, with the cheese curds, the amount of beer we had, the half and half latte, just, you know, the, the fish. We had a lot of perch. My stomach held out for as long as it could, and uh, I'm really proud of it, okay? So hats off. Kudos to that guy. We've had a lot of salad and vegetables this week. 
to compensate. Um, so we got our half. <laughs> I got the half and half latte. It's a Sagatuck special. Okay. And then uh, later on, we went to uh, Sagatuck Brewing south of town in douglas michigan i was really excited because i and i still have it uh i i had i had purchased a six pack of the peanut butter porter around a month ago because they had it at the trader joe's and i still have two cans in my fridge but absolutely delicious beer so i was like we got to go here we got to try uh this as well as uh, you know other other beers we each got a flight it was fantastic we had some uh, Brussels sprouts while we were there. Had a little salad, a, just a, a nice, quaint little lunch. They were running this program, a volunteer program uh, for, uh, I, I believe, autistic children. Um, it was uh, or, or children with Down syndrome as well. Uh, so we were able to interact there, you know, very lightly. But but it was it was fun to see that they brought them up on stage. Uh, it was just, you know, I felt like I was in an episode of Real Housewives or something with the charity event. Uh, so we did that. And then, uh, of course, we had some hot tub time. Good stuff. Mimosas in the hot tub. That is, I mean, what more could you want? Uh, you know, being on a beach in the Caribbean Sea is nice. But, like, mimosas in the hot tub, not too far behind. Um, and so then, uh, oh, it, it really started coming down. Friday night, we went to this restaurant that everyone raves about, the Southerner. It was really good. Had this gigantic uh, Nashville hot chicken on a biscuit sandwich. We had jelly on Ritz crackers. It was, you know, just like just like Mama used to make down there in Old Mississippi. Uh, Olive uh, Olive Branch, Mississippi, my favorite place to go, just south of the border, uh, for a little bit of a little bit of whining and a whole lot of dining you can get a five course meal for ten dollars down there in olive branch mississippi not too far from tupelo where uh elvis presley is from uh saturday we uh we got we drove a little bit we uh, actually friday night had received a recommendation from our server to go up to a, a, a town maybe 45 minutes north of where we were staying we got brunch up there had this gigantic cinnamon roll had some just good food, quality, quality people, God's people. It's like a John Mellencamp song up there, I tell you what. We went down to Holland, Michigan, for, where there is a Christmas market and a, quote, sled dog demonstration, which ended up just being uh, like eight sled dogs of various breeds. These were not Huskies. Uh, maybe one or two of them were. I don't, I don't recall. Um, but they were just kind of chained to a side of like a trailer. Uh, which was really sad. But we got to pet them, which was really fun. The wind was going crazy in one direction, so you kind of had to stand uh, looking one way only. Windy, blowing, all that stuff. Got back, spent some time in the hot tub. The rain was coming down ever so slightly. It was just, you know, more mimosas in the hot tub. We went to Mitten Brewing Company. They have a small outlet uh, down there in Sagatuck because they're originally based in Grand Rapids, I believe. Had some more flights, and then Mitch happened. Okay, so this let, let's just put our, our feather in our uh, or, or make a note of this here. This is one of your your Bean Town stories. Okay, uh, that that this this show is known for on occasion. So we're we we've we've had our flights at. Uh, mitten brewing and this is already after we had some mimosas in the hot tub so we're feeling you know it's a saturday it's like 5 p.m something like that we've had multiple drinks we're feeling good like just enjoying each other's company having a great time 
and we're walking down the street. We had a place called Wally's that we wanted to go for uh, for supper. And actually, wait, we we went to Wally's first, had some more cool bevs, ate some supper. I had the perch, which Rachel had had the Friday fish fry the night before at the Southerner, I believe. And so at that point, we're like, we're, we're I, I only can can speak for myself, but like you know, I'm probably like four five drinks in. I'm not like just you know stumbling all over the place and i never was at any point of the weekend but like it feeling good about myself okay a little little buzzy buzzy so we're walking out we're like what's next like where are we going to go next there's a couple bars around the downtown area that we had wanted to try previously i think friday we wanted to go someplace but we were walking around at 3 30 and it, there's a sign that said happy hour all day where you're like, oh, we got to go here. I think it was called Pumpernickel. Also, we're close from 3 to 4, and we really had to pee. So we were like, well, that's a, that's a lose-lose situation for us. Uh, so we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll check this out. We're walking down the street, okay? And downtown Saugatuck, a quaint little Midwest downtown with tons of kitschy shops and all that stuff lining the street. Christmas lights all over the place. It's, it's beautiful. It, it's really gorgeous. The weather's not too bad. Uh, it's, it's like 40 degrees out. And all of a sudden, we hear, we hear some commotion, a party even, perhaps, uh, happening above one of the stores. There, there appears to be a, 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 an apartment, a, a, a room, a collection of rooms above this store with a nice kind of outdoor deck over the store so you can kind of see the 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 the, uh, the railing extending out from the street and uh, or over the street and there's a side door uh, kind of going down a, a short alley and we see people kind of coming in and out and there's a lady named Robin who is uh, obviously had a couple of drinks and uh, Robin could only be described as like a 50 year old like short brunette hair wearing a hoodie and jeans looks like maybe your 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 gym teacher in middle school or something like that uh but we're like hey you know what's what's going on up there it sounds like a good time people are coming in and out you know it's not a, it doesn't look like a bar or anything it looks like a private residence she's like oh that's mitch that that's you know that's mitch's party you don't know mitch and we're like i we don't know Mitch. Like, maybe we should go to this party. And she's like, hey, it's a $10 cover per person. They got all the drinks you want, all the food you want. There's going to be live music. And so Rachel and I are like, hey, I mean, we could know Mitch for $10. And so we go in the side door. We are halfway up the stairs. And uh, we were that close to glory before getting cold feet. And uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, the shred of common sense that we had in our minds at that moment uh, made a glorious comeback and overcame the uh, the uh, buzzed stupor s t u p o r that we found ourselves in, and uh, never made it all the way up to the top. So we we had to lick our wounds a little bit. We we went back down the stairs. We ran, went around to the corner at Pumpernickel. We had a, a cool bev or two, and I tell you what, everyone in there was talking about Mitch's party. Robin was even in there. We we got we get in there and like, oh hey, that's Robin. She's the one who told us about it. And Robin had told us that her partner Melissa was going to be up there. So these are lesbians, mind you. And uh, we were like, hey, maybe we should go up and say hi to Melissa. Say, hey, we're friends of Robin. Maybe we get past the cover charge. Who knows? But uh, we had a, a, a bev or two. And everyone was saying, man, Mitch's party is going to be glorious. It's going to be a good time. 
So eventually we we wrap up, we 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 get the check, we leave Pumpernickel, we're walking back past Mitch's, we hear the live music, it is a joyous time. Think of like Whoville when all those presents come back, everyone is just hanging out and happy. But we uh, we were tired, we had eaten already, and we had more drinks than we needed, and uh, we never went up to Mitch's. But... Here's the thing. Mitch, in our minds, will be whomever we want him to be. Mitch could be old. Mitch could be young. He could be, you know, Jay Gatsby. He could be the other one, uh, Nick something, Nick uh, Offerman. Uh, You know, whomever you want Mitch to be, Mitch can be in your head. And that is what Christmas is all about. Uh, The only other thing I have to mention is the orb on top of Mount Baldhead, you have to Google Mount Baldhead, see the orb. It's an old Cold War era satellite that they put a, a white orb around. It's beautiful. You can see it from Lake Michigan. You can see it from Saugatuck. You could even see it from our house. It was fantastic. It looks over the town. It is the guardian of, uh, of the shoreline. Um, and I loved it. We hiked up the stairs to get there. It was like 306 steps or something like that. There's a picture of me on social media holding the orb. The Leaning Tower of Pisa has nothing on this baby. That was my favorite part of the trip, besides getting to spend time with uh, my my the love of my life, Rachel Ramos. Uh, Sunday morning, we, uh, we drove down. Uh, well, no, we got some coffees. At uh, a little place, uh, the promissory note or something like that. Rachel kept thinking it was French. It wasn't, but we got coffees anyways. No half and half lattes this time. I can only do one in the weekend. And uh, got a bacon roll or something. It was like a roll, like a dinner roll with bacon inside, like in a tiny little pocket, not like throughout, like one little pocket, which was kind of kind of wild. Uh, and then we went to, uh, we drove down to New Buffalo, which I had mentioned previously on the show. And... Um, Went to Rachel's favorite place in New Buffalo, the Stray Dog, and uh, had to get, I believe she got her Caesar salad, although I don't recall. It's, it's something she always raves about. We had tried to go in the summer. We were there in like August, I think, and couldn't get a table. It was like a three-hour wait. And so I was happy that we could uh, make it happen this time. Drove back to Chicago, all sorts of other uh, hijinks, football, wine, housewives, whatever ensued but that's as far as i'm going to take you on today's show it was uh honestly one of my favorite weekends ever and i was really happy to be able to to do it with um someone who i i love a lot and and care for a lot we had a really good time so that's Sagatuck, michigan all i'm gonna say is like 10 out of 10 you gotta go it's a it's a like a classic summer kind of beach town but really they did a good job in like the the winter the christmas time stuff again so i know we will be back uh because i really enjoyed it and hey maybe mitch is throwing another party next year okay you might have thought i forgot i did not uh conway twitty coming at you hot but i also wanted to before we wrap things up today say a, a a a goodbye and a good night and a farewell to our friends in pakistan until next episode, uh, Khyber Pass, Hyderabad, Islamabad, wherever you are at, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us one of the top comedy podcasts in the country of Pakistan. So without further ado, uh, I, I have not listened to this song in maybe a year, maybe less, maybe more, but um, I'm going to do my best to do the karaoke. Thank you all for listening, 
And this is uh, Conway Twitty. We'll come at you next week with our Christmas special. Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay sane. Check in on you next time. I can almost hear the stillness as it yields to the sound of your heart beating. A bum bum bum. And I can almost hear the echo of the thoughts that I know you must be thinking. A bum bum bum. And I can feel your body tremble As you wonder what this moment holds in store A bum 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 And as I put my arms around you I can tell you've never been this far before A bum 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 Well, I don't know what I'm saying As my trembling fingers touch forbidden places Bum-bum-bum I only know I've waited for so long For the chance that we are taking Bum-bum-bum Well, I don't know and I don't care What made you tell him you don't love him anymore Bum, bum, bum And as I taste your tender kisses I can tell you've never been this far before Bum, bum, bum And as I take the love you're giving, I can feel the tension building in your mind. Um, hum, hum. And you're wondering if tomorrow I'll still love you like I'm loving you tonight. Uh Oh, You have no way of knowing, but tonight will only make me love you more. Uh And I hope that you'll believe me, cause I know you've never been this far before. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. Hey, that wasn't so bad. All right, I'll check in any next time for a little Christmas action. Bye.